Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training, a personal training company dedicated to helping people of all fitness levels move better, feel better, and live better with progressive, functional strength and conditioning workouts. Challenges in your life are inevitable. It's how you choose to handle them that makes the difference between them being something that breaks you down and something that builds you up. Coach Ryan Morse has faced countless challenges in his athletic, coaching, and entrepreneurial careers. The way he chooses to take on each trial is the motto of his gym, Crucible Performance. And that motto is, cherish the challenge. Not tolerate the challenge, not hurry up and get through the challenge, cherish it. Drive headfirst into the difficult things both in and out of the gym that will make you a better person physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Ryan and I first connected around this time last year when both of our businesses were dealing with the struggles of the lockdowns. While we've never met in person, we've been in touch virtually and have found so much common ground in the history of our careers and what we've been through in this industry as young coaches with big dreams. Ryan is a passionate and uplifting coach who's quick to encourage and help other coaches while pouring his heart and soul into his clients at Crucible. In this interview, we hear how Ryan went from a baseball-playing art student to one of the top personal trainers in our area with an award-winning gym that empowers every athlete who enters. But first, I've got a question for you. What are you doing to challenge yourself with your workouts right now? You see, last year it was really easy to slip into a comfortable routine, one that maybe didn't include working out. Pair that with a more relaxed diet and guess what happened? 61% of Americans reported gaining weight in 2020. Even with home gym equipment sales going through the roof, many people realized that the gym is more than just a building that holds equipment. It's the accountability and instruction that were missing for many people throughout 2020. That's why last year as a company, Straight Shot Training focused entirely on providing programming and instruction through our app, through virtual sessions, and through in-home personal training. Fast forward a year, and we're still just as focused on remote personal training to make sure that we meet the strength and conditioning needs of every single person we work with, no matter where in the world they may live. If you're ready to experience working with the dedicated coaches at Straight Shot Training, I want you to head over to straightshottraining.com and click Request a Coach to get started today. All right, let's get ready to cherish the challenge with Coach Ryan Morse. Hey, what's up? What's happening, brother? Man, how you doing? I'm doing well, brother. I'm doing doing really well. Awesome. Excited to uh, finally sync up on this. Yeah. I mean, I still have to meet you in person, but... <laughs> hey, but I mean, this is so 2020, right? Like, Oh, yeah, is, yeah. So we're, we're right down exactly the way it's meant to be right now, I guess. E- exactly. Um, Everything sounds good on your end. You can hear me okay? Cool. I, yeah, sound great. Okay. I was having some... Uh, I love some what tech- you're doing with this thing, man. I love this. This is great. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate cool. you coming on. I, I know you got a busy day, so I'll, I'll, I'll get you jumping back into your stuff here. Oh, you're good, man. So actually, it's, it's pretty timely that this is the week that we finally connect because you all just celebrated your five-year anniversary of your gym? 
Yes, yesterday. Yesterday was five years. Man, that is awesome. So is, is that five years in a physical location or did you have like a version of Crucible that wasn't in that spot? Yeah, so this was, so I officially did the paperwork, you know, and all the LLC stuff in January of 2016. But we kind of sat on it for a while as we were trying to figure out the business. It was this, hey, I know I want to do this, but what does it actually look like? And so I, I used May 4th because that was the first day somebody handed me money. Uh, okay. And I was like, all right, you know what? We are officially a business. Like before that, it's just an idea. Nobody's done anything with us yet. So it's still just an idea that I hope works. Um, so May the 4th was the first day that somebody paid for training and we officially I, the way I look at it, it's officially became a business. So um, okay. we weren't always in the location we're at now. Uh, we've had, but that's part of a crazy story of even how we got to this point. I'm sure we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, uh, I was in another location where I was just renting space from another facility. Then a whole bunch of challenges came. So this is actually our fourth location in five years. Uh, oh, wow. But, but uh, a couple of those locations happened within the same year. And that's kind of just part of part of our story, part of the challenge of of what happened. But uh, okay. it, it's it's who we are. Like it's part of our story, it's part of our journey, and it's part of what makes our big phrase "cherish the challenge." It it's part of what makes it so authentic to to the business and who we are and what it is that we're trying to do. So um, absolutely. That, God's got a bigger plan with it all. So oh, to always, yeah, yeah. Because your um, your real estate agent was Ashley, right? Yep, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, because we're because we're yeah. working with Ashley right now, and I remember her saying, you know, how long it took for you all to find that spot. But I mean, the spot that you're at now is is awesome. It's in a great location. It. It's a really great spot. You guys have been able to really grow there, bringing some other people. So, like you said, like you know, you know, it all happens for a reason. It's just it's tough to see that in those times when I'm sure that was really difficult moving twice in the same year. It was. It was. Uh, it was a <laughs> lot of moving. It was a lot of yeah. moving. So, yeah. But it was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, and since then, you all have now been voted, Crucible has been voted best training facility in Frederick twice now, right? Yep. You got it, man. You did your research. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Twice. twice. And then, and then you're always at the top of the, uh, the best personal trainer category too. Yeah. Somebody keeps voting for me. Yeah. So uh, we'll, <laughs> that's awesome. we'll keep doing it. Right. Yeah. That's great. So, uh, so let's actually get back a little bit into your beginnings before Crucible even started. You have a, an, an athletic background in baseball, right? Were you a pitcher? I was, uh, yeah, growing up, I played everything, right? Okay. I was shortstop, second base, uh, third base, pitch, catch, like literally everything. Fell in love with the sport. And um, in college, I was a pitcher. That is what I did. That's all I did. I got to, to play at a Chesapeake College uh, as a pitcher, starting pitcher. Ended up coming in fifth place in the College World Series my freshman year, which was pretty cool. Wow. And, uh, and yeah, it, good competition. Like it was, it was cool. There's a lot of times uh, there's there's a knock on junior college, right? Uh, but I tell you what, it is it is some good baseball. It's some good athletics. It's some yeah. good sports. And junior college is such an amazing opportunity for so many athletes to grow and develop. Um, and a lot of people go from there to the professional sport of their choice uh, from junior college. Um, okay. But yeah, which is pretty cool. And then we transferred from there. Went out to UMBC, played some Division One baseball out there. Went from being a pitcher, uh, a starting pitcher, to a closing pitcher, okay. uh, which was cool. Uh, but even in that process, uh, challenge followed me. Right, challenge followed me. 
um, I was, I was a walk on essentially is really what I was. Okay. You know, I, I, I went to UMBC for school, but wasn't done playing. And I went to the coach basically saying, look, I'm going to be your hardest worker. Um, you're, you're not going to re- regret uh, having me. Um, and so I just worked my booty off to, to prove okay. him over the fall saying, look, like you want me here, you want me here. And, uh, sure enough, they picked me up. And by the time I was a senior, I was team captain and, uh, awesome. all that good stuff. So yeah, it was, it was very good. Very good. Okay. And then at UMBC, were you studying exercise science or anything there? What were you studying? Were you there? No. So this is, really? this, this is what's crazy, right? This yeah. is one of those things God's got a plan. And he, uh, he sets you up for things before you even know that he's setting you up, right? Uh, I was at Chesapeake College. I was a computer science major. At okay. uh, UMBC, I was a graphic design major. So I've actually uh. got a degree in graphic design. I've got a degree in uh, visual arts, right? So all of our branding, all of our logo design, all of the web work, all of the, the stuff that so many businesses spend so much money on. I was at the very able, at the beginning able to just do it and get our presence awesome. out there and design everything. Yep. <laughs> that's great. super cool, right? Right. Um, yeah. Well, see, I just so, I, mar- I married our graphic designer, so that's what worked out perfect. for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was actually that's I was perfect. gonna before we get back into this, I was going to mention to you uh, once we finish, but I'll mention it here now. You all have exceptional branding, the the logos, everything, and even the look of your actual facility is so visually cohesive that that was something i wanted to compliment you on so that's all that's all you yeah yeah Dude, thank that's you i cool. appreciate wow. that and that, that's awesome that makes me feel good because it's something i from before we even had a name um that i knew i wanted this cohesive brand so everything from our logo our logo has meaning the colors of our brand has meaning the the words that uh we have our, in our bands on our shirts with the Cherish a Challenge. It all has meaning. It's all cohesive rather than just a, a piece here. And that sounds cool. It all flows together. The whole idea of cherishing the challenge, uh, the, the color gold, why it's gold, why the logo looks the way that it looks. Um, yeah. It, while it all sounds cool, it's important for it to be a cohesive story. Right. Um, so, so thank you. I appreciate that. that, no, there, that was, awesome. there was definitely a lot of time put into that. Right. Yeah. So. Okay, so you graduate with this degree in, in graphic design. So then how do you get your start as a personal trainer from that? So I got my, my, I got my job because I lost my job. Okay, so what I mean by that is I was uh, working uh, as a contractor in the government doing, uh, doing all kinds of stuff, whether it was kind of security-based stuff, like web security stuff. Well, I, was, I was doing all kinds of stuff, photography. I was doing some graphic design there. Um, and the way that it worked at the time was we were uh, contractors. I had a, a job doing this. I'd been doing it for about four years and the government goes through and it likes to insource, meaning they like to go from a, an external company and say, Hey, we're going to turn you into government, government employees. And so that way we kind of have control of what's going on. Right. So, um, we were in that process, normal process that happens. So they needed, um, you know, job descriptions and they needed all these things. So one of my jobs as while I was there was, Hey, write the job description for everything that you're doing. And I was like, sweet, I'm going to be a shoe in. I'm going to be a shoe in for this job because I get to write the interview. I get to like, so yeah. write that all up, 
give it to them. I interview for my job that I'm doing that I wrote all the questions for that. Like I, okay. I knew what was coming. You know what I'm saying? Like the perfect storm. And out of everybody there, uh, I was the only one not to get the job. Right. And I didn't wow. get the job because there was a thing called veterans preference, which, which is perfectly awesome. Like I love it. They give preference to veterans for the position, you okay. know, so perfect. I love it. But what I found out later on was while the, the person, the individual that ended up getting the job was a veteran, he'd only taken one class for the job oh, wow. uh, in college back 20 years ago. So oh. I was like, ugh, like gut punch, right? A yeah. big gut punch. But then it, it, it took me a second to say, you know what? Maybe this is God's way of shutting a door that I'm not supposed to be trying to walk through. Um, maybe he's trying to get me to go somewhere different. And so I sat back and said, okay, but let's trust this because this is just, it's too weird. It's too unexplainable, right? So let's trust it. So I sat back and I was thinking like, what are things that I love to do? What are things that I love? I, I love helping people. I love, I'm sure I'm like you where you would just devour fitness magazines, like growing yes, up. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, let me look like what's yeah. Ronnie Coleman doing? What's Jay Cutler doing? What are all these guys yeah. doing? Let me watch pumping iron every day of my life. <laughs> um, you know, like, and I was like, you know what? Maybe it's in this coaching field. It's in this. And I didn't have a clear vision of what it was, but I knew I wanted to go that direction. So while I was in this transition period from losing my job to them bringing new people in, I just studied and I just went all in on studying and basically gave myself a college kinesiology and nutrition. Like I taught myself everything I could, read every book that I could saying, I'm just going to get prepared. Uh, yeah. But I still didn't know where, right? I just still didn't know where. Um, and so finally leave that place. And I'm sitting here saying, well, I got to find a place. Luckily right down the road, they were building a new facility. Right. And, or no, they weren't. I didn't know that at the time I use a contact, right? I use okay. a contact. I know somebody, Hey, can you help me get an interview? Uh, sure. No problem. The, the GM of that location said, you know, awesome, but I'm going to send you over to this new location. So while I was really excited about this contact, now he's throwing me over to this other place where I know nobody. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, I'm limited. I have, I've never done this before. Yeah. Here goes this opportunity, right? Randomly get a phone call from one of my old college teammates from Chesapeake. And uh, I was like, man, what's happening? How are you? He's like, I'm doing great. It's just good to catch up. Uh, also want to let you know, I, I have your resume on my desk. And I'm like, what do you have my resume on your desk for? He's like, well, I'm the new athlete or the, the, the uh, director of personal training at this new facility. facility. So, wow. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, again, one of those God, God things. Yeah. And was ended up being hired uh, as the first personal trainer at that location. Um, wow. And that, that, got my, uh, that got my personal training story started. So okay. uh, it was a very roundabout way there telling you how we got there. But it, I mean, it's that's awesome. It just shows that the way you start doesn't have to be the way you finish, right? Like yeah. you might have a vision of where you want to go, and then life shuts certain doors and opens other ones. You know, he shut a door that I couldn't close, and he opened another one that I couldn't have opened on my own. So um, it's pretty neat. Absolutely. So. And then, how long were you there just as a personal trainer before you decided, you know, I, I need to go do my own thing, start my own company? Yeah. So. So again, don't be surprised. Challenge, right? Challenge comes knocking. That's that seems to be the theme 
for me, right? That oh, yeah. seems to be the theme. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Um, it's building authenticity, right? And maybe I'm just not listening to those whispers enough to where God's got to like kick me uh, to yeah. get me going. But uh, I spent I spent probably four years at uh, at that location. A buddy of mine had uh, started a gym and said, "Hey, would love to help you. Would love to help you do this." Uh, perfect. No problem. Let's do that. So I go off at the same time, right? I was doing one thing in the morning and I was doing his thing in the afternoon and spent about 13 months, a little over a year doing a morning section at one gym, the afternoon section at the other. Well, after we were expanding and moving into a new location, um, the, the main gym that I was at wasn't happy about it anymore. Um, and there was a lot of, a lot of tension you could say coming and there was essentially an ultimatum that said hey you're either here or you're there and i was like okay. well bag on uh that's not what i want uh you know what do i what do i do and i said okay, okay. you know what maybe this is one of those god door things again right yeah. that maybe this is one of those god god door things so i said i said to my buddy i said dude i i just can't fight this um you know i'm gonna have to step back from you love okay. what you're doing love you guys Still love what they're doing, um, but I can't continue on with just where I'm at in life. I can't fight yeah. this. Went back, went back to the main business, and well, me, I have this little fight fighter in me, this little bulldog. It's like, well, you threaten me like this, I don't want to keep. Yeah, helping out. man, that's <laughs> right. Like it, yeah. it's kind of it, it's kind of hard to swallow that pill. Um, and I remember going back and talking with one of my fellow teammates, just saying, man, there, there's something more I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm yes. called to something more than just being here. There's a bigger impact I can make and, uh, made the decision. I said, you know what, let's do this after a lot of prayer, after a lot of like, am I, am I able to do this? I mean, anytime you start a business, right. There's all that self doubt and all that stuff. That's like, there's no way I can do this. I don't have enough money. I don't have this. I don't have that. Um, but I really look back at all the different doors that had been opened and shut. And I was like, you know what? It's all got to be for a reason, but let's take this chance. Let's take this jump. And, uh, decided to, to do, to do the, the whole crucible thing and start the business and take the leap. And, um, here we are five years later, not, not an easy wow. five years, but, uh, here, no. here we are. But. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah. now most of the athletes who are at crucible, the majority of them, are they uh, training for sports or I know you do a mixture of you have adult classes and younger kids classes. What are, who makes up most of the athletes at Crucible? Ninety uh, percent of our business is athletes, okay. probably anywhere from that sixth grade up through college age group. So 90 percent athletes. Um, and but, but yeah, like you said, we do the uh, we do the adult thing as well. Okay. Um, and so much of what we're so much of what we're focused on. It's not even all just athletes. It's it's, it's really a lot of people like I was when I was younger, meaning, you know, I was the underdog, right. Or anybody that feels like they're the underdog, right. And we all get to an underdog spot at some point in our life, hopefully yeah. where yeah. you're trying to push to a limit and push to a level where you're saying I'm completely overwhelmed. I, I don't know how to, how, I don't know how I'm going to survive. Right. Um, so you could be, you could be a professional baseball player and, and be an underdog, right? You're one yeah. of the best in the world, but man, like you, you start playing with some of them boys. It's like, Hey, <laughs> I'm a little overpowered. So it's anybody with that 
mindset that says, you know what, I'm going to embrace this underdog thing. And I want to go beyond, I want to help break this limit and do something bigger than what I even believe to be possible right now. And that's really what, and who we connect with, um, is, is that kind of person. So, yeah. And, and, you know, like we talked about before with, with your branding and with your, uh, your motto, even the, the name of your business, all of that, I can definitely see how that's, that's the crowd that you draw in. Um, because you know, you you are you know, training athletes, but you're extremely accepting of, of anybody who would like to train there. Um, and especially with the way that you train both mindset and the physical skills that you're working with, that you're, you know, empowering people who may not feel empowered in their everyday lives. Yeah, that, that is a hundred percent it. Right. And you, you nailed that. It. It's, it's, it starts between the ears, right? Yeah. You know, we could, we could be a physical specimen. Um, but I think we all know those athletes that may be physically gifted, um, but they lose it mentally. Right. And they, yeah. they, they never live to that full potential because of what's going on between the ears. And then likewise, we also, we, we all love the underdog, right? We love the underdog story. We love hearing about it. Um, just despite what the world has a tendency, they no, don't be the underdog. Well, like I, I love being the underdog. I embrace that because that's when those amazing things happen. And that's when you're breaking limits. That's when you're, you're pushing beyond those limits that you believe are even possible. Uh, so yeah. that's, that's really what I, I try to get people to do is, is let's, get you to a spot where you're, you're living in that underdog world. Cause then you're maximizing that full potential that, that you have. And then we're redefining those. Limits. Yeah. Um, if we're, and then you get this, if you're always living where you're comfortable, where you're the top dog, that's cool. It feels good, but it, and, and for some people that's fine, right? That's, that's where they want to be. But the ones that we attract are those ones that say, well, there's something more that I'm meant to do. I'm meant for more. I'm designed for more. Let's, let's maximize this. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So now can, can you explain the name crucible? Cause that does tie into everything you're saying, but you know, what's behind that name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, there's the, there's the biblical piece of a crucible. People might know it from like the Marines, like they have the crucible, which is like their final test. VMI has a thing called the crucible. Uh, but then the crucible itself, if people don't know what it is, it's if you think of like a, a, a cup, lack of a better phrase um, or word, and it's it's the vessel there, it's the cup. And if you were to take something like gold, hence our, our colors, if you were to take something like gold out of the ground, it's a very raw, nasty looking rock, right? It, it's the value of it isn't really much other than whatever it's going to become. Right. But it doesn't look like the jewelry. You don't just pull a a gold necklace out of the ground. Yeah. But it looks nasty. But what you do is you put this gold into a crucible, into that cup and you heat it up to high, high temperatures, like insanely thousands of degrees. And what happens is that all of a sudden it starts melting. It starts melting and all the impurities, all the nastiness starts melting away. And what happens is they'll do this with silver and gold and all this is they'll skim off all the impurities off the top. It's like silversmiths would do this all the time. They heat it up hotter, hotter, more impurities bubble to the top and they skim it off. And they would talk about, you know, they knew it was pure and ready when they could see their reflection uh, in, in the, uh, in the silver. So that's much like what we're trying to do here 
A, in life, but A, in, in here in this business is we're going to challenge you. We're going to put you through the heat and we got to we gotta find the ways to challenge you, find, find the ways to put you through that adversity so that way you do grow, so it refines you, so that way all the things that are holding you back from being that person you are meant to be, that you're designed to be, all of a sudden we're skimming that stuff away and we're figuring out how to redefine those limits. So, man, I didn't think like I didn't think that I could squat that much, but now I'm squatting hundred pounds over what I believed was possible. I didn't think that I could be fast, but guess what? Now I'm the fastest person on my team. I didn't think I could have this great of a relationship, but man, you challenged me in the way that I was thinking and the way that I viewed relationships. And now, you know, guess what? I'm getting married next week to the love of my life. Like we've had all of those stories, you know, and which yeah. is super cool because we get so caught up. Uh, the world has a tendency to say, ah, like a challenge. Ah, no, run away. I don't want it to be hard. Like we have cell phones and we have all kinds of these things that make things so easy now, but that's not how we grow. We grow yeah. doing the tough stuff. And that's hence where the, the cherish the challenge phrase yeah. comes from. That's where, you know, the brand of crucible performance comes in and cherishing the challenge. We don't, we don't just uh, tolerate the challenge. We love the challenge. We embrace the challenge. We run towards the challenge because I know that that's what's going to get us better. That's going to help us grow. And as soon as I figure out how to conquer that, I'm going to look for the next one. I'm yeah. going to look for the next one. So, yeah. And, and man, especially that. especially with with the age group that you are uh, working with right now, there there is a tendency. I mean, people have this idea of that the, the lazy teenager is. I mean, it's obviously a stereotype because you know that's kind of the 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 mindset you fall into a lot as a teenager. But when you are taking kids in this, you know, sixth grade through twelfth grade, and you're getting them to actually put themselves in difficult situations mentally and physically in the gym. You know how much that transfers out of that to their school and their relationships and, you know, their, their faith and what they end up doing with their careers. And it's just setting them up so well that I think, I think fitness in general is such a good avenue to teach young people that, um, that I don't see happen. I mean, obviously you see what, what happens now with PE in schools. And it's yeah. something where I, I think you guys are doing a great job with. I think more people need to, to be embracing this, you know, put your kids into hard stuff, you know, sports, whether it's sports or, or fitness or whatever it is that, that they, you know, enjoy doing, but getting them to enjoy challenges will set them up for, you know, actually taking those risks to do what they're meant to do as they get older. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you nailed it because I don't think it's a surprise to anybody that life is hard. <laughs> like, and it's going to throw you curveballs and it's going to challenge you. So as a parent, what better way to prepare my kid how to deal with those challenges later on than to say, I'm going to challenge you now and we're going to teach you how to cherish this challenge. We're going to teach you how to not just tolerate this, but to thrive in this challenge um, because because greatness however you define greatness doesn't come from sitting back and just watching or sitting back and hoping that it gets easier. Um, it, it takes consistent endurance, right? Consistent endurance and of learning how to run to those challenges and, and take the pressure, take the heat and realize, man, I'm, I'm becoming resilient to this. 
And it's, guess what? I, I can actually go a little harder next time. I can go a little harder next time. I'm, I'm going to push myself. I want to see how much I can take. And um, so you hit the nail nail on the head. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's why I'm so passionate about teaching the kids young, right? If yeah. we can teach them in sixth grade, if I can teach a kid in sixth grade that, man, that, that homework assignment that you have, it's not about the homework assignment. So it's about learning how to manage your time. And it is hard because guess what? Call of Duty's sitting over there and you want to play it. But guess what? In life, you're going to have to make decisions where you don't always get to do what you want to do, right? But you have to do what you need to do. And if you do that more times, guess what? You're going to have a lot more opportunities to do more things that you want to do. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah you nailed it. Now, 2020 comes along. So you've, you've had obviously all these challenges coming your way throughout the beginning of crucible and then 2020 hits how did you all cherish the challenge of 2020 as a business yeah i mean so we shut down for the entire second quarter like just like pretty much everybody else yeah. right it was like um and we weren't allowed to, to do anything um, and i from the get-go again and this is just from being challenged from going through so many challenges um we, I'll tangent for just a hot second. We hit right after our first year of business. We we won best gym in Frederick, you know, which was awesome. Immediately after that, the facility that we were inside of, new owners came in and had us leave. Right, wow. so we were we were on a, a a high. We were feeling good, and uh, then suddenly we're business homeless, right? And we yeah. spent that next year looking for a location. And we were we were on a tennis court for a while, uh, an indoor tennis court. Now we're a, an excited gym. We are a, I don't want to say we're loud, but we're, we're energetic. Yeah. Uh, we let, <laughs> right? We're energetic. We like having some fun. We like hooting and hollering a little bit, celebrating. If somebody sets a personal best, we're going to let everybody know. Um, yeah. that you set a personal best, uh, but the facility we were in, the culture of that tennis is it's silent. So we had two TRX <laughs> bands, about 15, uh, 15 kettlebells and that was it. And our clapping was snapping. Right. And I had to learn how <laughs> to motivate sixth graders, eighth graders, college guys without being able to raise my voice above much more than a whisper because wow. Yeah. So take that. We were able to move to another location. The, the location that we are in right now was the 17th location we tried to get into the 17th over that year. And I was actually on the way to sign the paperwork to one of the locations where I got, I got to a point where I was like, I don't care anything, anything. I just need something. And on the way to it, got a call saying, Hey, um, they actually just leased it to somebody over the weekend. Right. Oh and I gosh, was like, man. <laughs> and the first thing I said was good, good. Right. Yep. That, like, cause we had had enough doors slammed in our face and I had enough faith from all the other doors that I had shut and opened in my life. I said, okay, God set some, setting us up for something great. Right. Even the tennis, even the other places that we were, and I took this same mentality into 2020 to get back to your original question. I challenged everybody saying, we've got two options. We're either going to let this thing beat us or we're going to grow from it. 
right? We're either going to be allow it to just, well, there it is, we're done, or we're going to look at this through the lens of cherish the challenge. This is the biggest challenge we've ever faced. We don't know how to deal with it. Nobody does, but guess what? We're going to grow from it. We're going to be refined by it, and we will come out better uh, at the end. And so I challenged everybody to think that way, saying, who do you want to become at the end of this? At the end of this, because there's going to be an end. Who do you want to be? And let's work towards that. And our team, we, we fell in love with just serving. So we shut everything down and we, we took everybody off of memberships, took everything off because everybody was hurting. And we just yeah. showed up every day, every day online and said, here, free workouts to whoever wants to come on. Whoever wants to show up, let's go. If you want to donate something, cool. If you don't, cool. Like we are here purely to serve. That is it. Uh, pour out some love, some motivation. And uh, that's what we did. That's what we did for the wow. next three months and just kept going and and just pouring out love every day, multiple times a day online. Um, I, I, I think I was in the best shape of my life doing, you know, I don't know how many online boot camp workouts I was doing a day. Um, cause you can't just tell them to do it. You got to do it with them on zoom. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm busting it. Our team was busting it. And, uh, when we finally were able to open back up, uh, I think everybody was just chomping at the bit, but yeah. I think, I think people appreciated the fact and flocked back one because of our mentality, but two, because of the way we just gave, right. The way we, we served and, uh, I think people appreciate that, right? That there's so many people in this world just trying to take, take, take. And I, I really believe that if, you're, if you can become a giver with a cheerful heart, right, um, it, it will come back. And that's not why you give with a cheerful heart. You give because it's authentic. But yeah. uh, that was really our, that was our mindset. And we just trusted and said, okay, we're going to grow. And, and we did. So Wow. I mean, I, I was watching you and Jesse's boot camps. Typically I was programming for people at the time. I was in between zoom sessions. I was doing the same thing, hustling from home, but yep. you got, you guys are, you're so funny together. And Jesse would come up with, he was wearing costumes some of the times. Yep. Uh, you guys yep. are so goofy, but so motivated. And I would just, I would pull up my phone and just listen to you all. I wasn't even working out. I was just watching you <laughs> because it was entertaining. But what I was noticing exactly what you were saying here is that you guys were giving without an expectation of anything in return. And I think that's the problem that so many people get into, especially with social media, is that, okay, I did this for you, so you're going to do this for me. Or I put all this stuff out there, but people aren't buying my stuff. Well, that's the problem. The mindset should not be, I'm giving you this, so you will give me this. It's if you just constantly give without expectation of something in return, and you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, it will work out. Yeah. And and you obviously saw that. So So you weren't actually selling zoom sessions or program or anything you all just for those three months did nothing but just provide upfront value so of course i mean yeah everyone's going to come back <laughs> yeah and that was a absolutely. and that was a problem a lot of gyms had was that they shut down and just didn't do anything and then they opened back up and, ex and expected people to come back when you know right. well not not that you should be giving it with expectation of return, but why should somebody want to come back if you kind of you know abandon them during that? So I think that your people realized just how you know willing you were to put aside everything and because you are dedicated to 
their mental and, and physical and spiritual health. And that dedication is, I, I think, you know, that loyalty that you've had is, is what, I mean, you all had success in 2020 when a lot of people didn't. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it comes down to community. It comes down to connection. Um, you know, the last thing I want Crucible to be is just a building, right? Yeah. Uh, or just another place. Like I want people coming here because they're bored and they don't know what else to do. But those are my people, right? And <laughs> I want to just go hang out with them and uh, cheer people on. And I just love being here. And you said it best. You don't achieve that kind of community um, by just showing up when it's convenient, uh, you know, when you think about family and those close friends, they're your close friends because they show up when it's least convenient. Um, yes. and you, you know, that you can count on them when it means the most. And that's, that's really what we saw in that time was there's a lot of people that are hurting right now. And guess what? We're hurting, you know, yeah. cool. but you know what I'm going to, I'm going to show up anyways. It's not convenient. It's not the, the way that's ideal, but one of the best ways to kind of get over whatever stress that you're feeling is to, to go to help somebody else out, to wait, go serve somebody else. You know, if you're not feeling good, go help somebody, go serve somebody. And there's something inside of you that it, it, every time it's like, man, I feel good. I'm glad I helped that person. So we just yeah. did that on a big business scale. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too that I wanted to compliment you on that because you do have a lot of eyes on you, not only as a business, but you personally, is that not once and you you do put a lot a lot out in your stories and you are very honest whenever you're sharing stuff in there. You share your struggles just as much as you do, you know, your triumphs. But I didn't see you complain once last year. No. Like not once. No. And and I and you know, I I I was in a very, you know, you and I were in very similar situations with what we, you know, had to do there as as business owners. And, you know, there was a lot to complain about. And you you had every right to be able to, to say that, you know, things aren't fair, we're not being treated the same as other businesses, you know, why is this happening to us? That wasn't even something that you even alluded to. And I know that I just think about how many kids were watching you during all of that and how big that was for them to see somebody who, who did have every reason to complain. Same way, you know, a, a ref makes a bad call or, you know, you, you get a bad grade or some, you lose the job that you should have gotten, you know, and it's, it's that attitude that, that I think was, was exceptional last year uh, to, to see you put out. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And, and that was conscious, right. And that, that, Okay. We all, we all fight that, right? We all have oh, yeah. that idea of, I, I need to complain or this isn't going the way that I want, but you hit the nail on the head again. You're, you're, you're so good. Um, <laughs> you tee me up. Um, you said, why is this happening to me? Right. And, and that's a common question that we, we often ask ourselves, right? It, no matter what it is, but I made a conscious decision and it's something we preach all the time is it's, it's not happening to me. It's happening for me, mm -hmm. right? It's happening for me. So it, this challenge is being presented to us as an opportunity. It's not the challenge that I was wanting. I prefer a challenge that I was ready for. And, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, we, we have in our mind, like, I'm ready for this kind of challenge. I at least have an idea of how to handle that. But okay, here we go. T talk about with baseball, holy smokes, I don't even know what that pitch is. I don't know how to hit that. Okay, cool. Let's figure out how to hit it. And that's the mindset that I had to constantly 
tell myself every day, this is happening for me. This is happening for us. This is going to help develop us. And if we focus on learning something from this, this is going to make us better in the long run. And, you know, it was, it was hard to find things to celebrate right during that time, like find the good stuff. But guess what? We found ways to celebrate. We found things to be happy about. And it's kind of like flexing that muscle where we started flexing that gratitude muscle more. We, we started looking and tuning our vision and that lens into, well, let's find the good. Let's find the good. So now that things are really good out in the world, guess what? It's even easier to celebrate and it's even yes. easier to, to put uh, good energy out. So if I can find a way to be positive and celebrate in the, the worst of times and be joyful, we'll tag on when it's any sort of kind of good, life's going to be great, right? So yeah. Um, so I, I appreciate that feedback and it, <laughs> it is, it, it's a conscious decision every day. Right. Yeah. You, you, you have to choose, uh, <laughs> choose how you're going to respond to life. Cause like we yes. said, life's hard. Life is oh, yeah. hard. Yeah. But, but you have to actively choose because even not deciding is a decision, right? Just, oh, yes. well, I, yeah, it, it's an active decision. So that's, that's something that I think so many people miss is they just float along just hoping versus choosing and taking an active part in their life, active role in their life and saying, Hey, I'm choosing this. So yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, something I, how old's your little one? Your daughter? She just turned two. She just turned, turned two. two. Okay. So yep. you're dealing with this. I, I, my son is four and I was talking to him the other day. He was really upset about something and it was something that, um, so, another kid had, had done to him. And, uh, you know, it's not out of my control. It's a neighborhood kid. I can't do anything. I, and I told him, I said, you, I can't control and you can't control what they do, mm-hmm. but you can absolutely control how you react to that situation. Yeah. And, and just learning that at a young age and like, you, you know, you're working with kids here, teaching them that, um, that you, yeah, you can't, you, you control what you can control. And then outside mm-hmm. of that, it's all on you on how you react. Yeah. And, 100%. and, and, and it's, yeah. So I think, you know, the, the mindset is just as important as the physical stuff when it comes to us as, as coaches. Um, so speaking of the, the mindset side of this, you, you do some public speaking. I know you probably didn't do a whole lot of it last year, uh, no, no. <laughs> outside of Zoom no. calls, but, um, are yeah. you, are you pursuing that more? Is this something that you're looking to do, you know, more in the future? What does that look like for you as a speaker? I would, I would love to, what you talk about places that is just make my soul sing, you know, you do those certain things and it's like, man, if I could do this more life is good. Like I feel so filled up and public speaking is one of those things that I just love to do. And it, okay. it's funny because I used to, you know, in school, I used to hate it, like trembling in front of a class of 20. Now I'm like, put me in a room full of a thousand, like, let's go. Yeah. Um, let's get, <laughs> let's get fired up. Um, so yeah, that is definitely something I would love to get back going. It, um, it hasn't been the focus for me recently on how do I start booking some more of this kind of stuff up? Because it's, it's just a weird time right now, right? Of, yeah. Um, how do we how do we go about doing this? I mean, there's plenty of Zoom things that so there are opportunities there. Um, yeah. But I think my initial focus right now has been okay. Let's make sure that the the foundation, you know, crucible here. Make sure that all the people that are walking through our doors or interacting with us, like you said, on social media or however it is, they're getting what they need right now. Uh, that I'm supporting the business in that way. I'm supporting my people in that way. And then if there's a way that I can expand this, the reach and this message of Cherish the Challenge and 
Um, all that mindset. Oh yeah. I would, I would love to do more of that. Uh, so, so stay tuned on that. You know, if there's a book someday, like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, but I'm waiting for that whisper, right. Okay. Or, you know, waiting for that, like when, when the right time for that is, cause if I'm going to write something, I want it to mean something. I don't want it to be yeah. just, I don't want it to be just a, an ego filling thing where it's like, well, I'm an author now. Well, yeah. I, I need to write something. If, if I have something worth saying, um, yes. and that somebody, somebody wants to read and needs. So right now, right now, my gift is definitely much more on stage. I do much better doing that than I do writing, <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would love, would love to get, get out more and do more of this kind of stuff, podcasts and, and things like that. So dude, I mean, honestly, if you need help starting your own podcast, reach out. I can get you get you started with some stuff because because I mean you have a lot of good stuff. Half of the stuff that you put out on your Instagram TVs, you've done some longer form stuff. Yeah, you you you, you could throw up the audio of that and and it'd be awesome. Um, and then what is Dude. your handles? What is your handle so people can follow you? Yeah, the the gym is at Crucible Performance. Uh, that's our gym one. My personal one is at Coach Ryan Morse. So awesome. And then is Ryan, Ryan Moore CSCS on Facebook is your page, right? Yes. I believe that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Dude. Well, thank you yeah. so much for, for coming on. Happy anniversary to, uh, to Crucible. You. Congratulations, everything you all have accomplished. And, uh, and it's, it's, you know, I, I love sitting down here and talking to you. We got to meet in person sometime though. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> well, like I said, it's, it's so 2020, but we're going to buck that trend. It's 2021 now. So we'll meet Absolutely. in person here soon. I love cool. it. Awesome. Thanks so much, dude. Thanks so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Straight Shot Radio today. Be sure to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And if you could leave a short written review and share this episode on your social media, that would be awesome. Our handle on social media is at straightshottraining and our website is straightshottraining.com. On the website, you can meet my coaches, read testimonials from our fantastic athletes, check out our blog for workouts and recipes, visit our shop to pick up some straight shot gear, and when you're ready to get going with a custom program and expert instruction from a dedicated coach, just click on Request a Coach right there on the website and we'll get you going right away. Thanks again for listening and have a great week, everybody.